Jordan dictates. Jordan literally thinks he's like creative director at the minute, getting us to cut everything, pull everything, <laughs> change everything. He's got some good ideas though lately. Oh, he's getting too big for his boots. Do you think? Just a little bit. No, I think you're bullying him. We had to cut his laugh. <laughs> <laughs> he's coming out of his shell, and the second he pokes his little head out of his shell, his little pecker, you're just arrow, snapping turtle in it. We've got to keep him in there. A little bit, to to an extent. Or like, um, you know, contain him. Contain the virus. Fritz him. What was that? Fritz him. What's that? <laughs> the, guy, the guy that kept someone in his basement for 20 years. Oh, really? Yeah. He's in the garage, that's so obviously a little bit different. But... And he's allowed out in the community. Oh, we're live! <laughs> hey! <laughs> How's it going, Lou? Welcome, Mandate Monday, episode... One and four. 14. Mm-hmm. How are you, Grant? I'm going to ask this one. Got a cold? Yeah, I think that uh, from signifies. Jacob, from Jacob with love, again. I don't know, this is... Uh, I don't think that's real. Jordan? Uh, yeah, it was Jacob, yeah. I don't think it was me. All the time. No, because when time. you went away for the weekend, you came back ill, so you could have caught it there because it was really bad weather. Yeah, but me and Grant got it at exactly the same time, and I didn't go to Bournemouth. That's, that, this is true. You could have caught it from me and Grant could have caught it from I Bull. was around yours Friday and your dad was ill as fuck. Yeah, so maybe his dad's affected. Yeah, but you gave it to your dad. No, because I, I didn't have it before him. I'm sure you did. No, because that was a different thing before we, we went to Oh, Reading. a different illness. Yeah. This guy. So that was a flu. This was my like, cold. Patient zero. At least work knows you're being legit. No. <laughs> I've, never been, I've never been this, uh, this ill before. Uh. Usually I um, go ages without being ill. Mm. But yeah. Take some more vitamins. Yeah, maybe. Vitamin D inside you. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm good apart from the cold. Um, yeah. Okay. You're you're a, you're a host of the show. You need yeah. a bit more than that. Well, you got a dick for it. You again are a host. <laughs> you can't just uh... buy me a drink first. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> take me to dinner. Oh. Don't just expect me to take my knickers off, man. So um, where have you been lately? Have you been anywhere? Um, well, because I've had this cold, I've uh, pretty much been at home. Most of the week. Yeah, nice, um, nice. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay, you're boring now. Jordan, <laughs> how are you, buddy? You all right? Oh, mate. <laughs> Don't give me that. I can look like that. <laughs> oh, he he's swallowing his face again. He's <laughs> <laughs> oh. a potato smiley. Yeah, potato smiley. Pretty much the same as Grant, where you just a uh, cold. A cold, yeah. Ill. We're just ill because of Jacob. So when you make us ill, you need to realise this is the consequence. This is what you get. At least we're all together. Uh, that's his plan, plan. Yeah. that is his fucking plan <laughs> so yeah me and Ariana we went Bournemouth for the weekend um, that was quite fun uh, three nights there um, the weather was torrential rain and downpours so the beach was not that great uh, but it was good it was really good we had like a sauna spa swimming pool at the, the hotel we stayed in so that was good fun um, we went like adventure golf Mr. Mulligans, that was good. Enjoyed that. What else did I do that was a bit different there? We went to a really nice Caribbean restaurant and I had goat curry. Oh, nice. Very tasty. Is it like chicken? No. How would you describe it? It tastes more like beef, but like very soft. Oh, nice. Like a soft, succulent bit of beef. Tender. Really nice. nice. And I also had squid, like chilli squid. That was good. And the barbecue jerk wings. Really nice fucking place. Nice and tasty. She dragged me on some scary ass lift though. Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah. I had to fight a fear, so uh sorry about that sniff, as I said. Did did I tell you Jacob's made me ill? 
It's always my fault. Yeah. It always blames me. Um, but yeah, the, so they've got like the cliff face and then they've got the beach, but the cliff face is, is really high um, elevated. They've got like a zigzag path that you can walk all the way down to get to, get to it. It was a really nice view from the top. Or halfway down near the pier and the amusements, they've got West Cliff Lift or something. Right. And it's like, if you imagine like a diagonal line and then it's like a little glass box. Yeah. That literally you get in at the bottom and it's like a train track or whatever that takes you all the way up to the top. It's kind of, I'm thinking of, you know, when you go skiing? Like yeah, a, similar to that. Like except, a vernicular type. Thing. Yeah, so instead of skiing where it's like a cable car that's in the air, this one is on the ground. On the ground, You're, yeah, It's yeah. like pulling you up. Yeah? Oh, right, cool. <clears throat> it weren't cool. No, well, I, I thought it sounds cool, but for you it wouldn't I be. asked the guy at the bottom how long it lasts before I got on it. And he said about 90 seconds. <laughs> 90 seconds. And I said, that's 90 seconds too long. And then when I was on it, Ariana's standing about, walking around, looking at the window. I'm just sat there holding on to this fucking pole, talking to this other couple that's there. I'm like, Mate, I'd love like to this. drag you on the cage. Yeah. Do you know the ride that spins in the air? I would not go on that. It's terrible. Yeah. I'd love to just see your face. Even after going on that cliff lift, I wouldn't go on that again. No? No, I'd rather walk the zigzag. Ah, oh, fair enough. The view at the top was nice, but I could get there by going up steps. Yeah, and you might get a bit more satisfied from that as well. What, going up steps? Yeah, because you're going for that journey, and then when you get there, you've made it. Yeah, and you burn more calories. Yeah, exactly. It means I could have more rum. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I mean. Lifts are for lazies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, trying to think. We went to one of Jordan's recommendations, Seven Bone Burger, and yeah, that that was a nice-ass place. Nice. I had a peanut butter jelly burger. Okay. Bang it. It was like two patties, a bit of... um. Peanut butter, bit of bacon, and then it had peanut butter on the top and uh, jam or jelly, as they call it, on the bottom. Blinding, tasted oh, good, amazing. Yeah, Ariana was like, "Eh, that's disgusting," and then she tried it and she was like, "Oh, it's actually quite nice." Yeah, never knock it before we try it. Yeah. Are you rubbing your lip? Yeah, because his hair keeps getting in my fucking you need mouth. To shave that. I need to trim touch, it. Man. Look like the Lorax. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting a little annoying. Just this one little strand just keeps going. Blip. Yeah. There it mm. is. We've had quite an interesting week as well, though, because um, obviously one of our friends that we know through Jack um, flew over from America, from Arkansas. 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 I think it was an eight-hour flight or something. So he's been spending the week, uh, our friend uh, Jack's, and we've been out with him a couple of times now. Um, great guy. And, yeah, just to fucking laugh. Yeah, it was really good. Found out a load about the states that I didn't know. Yeah, same. He lives in a dry county. I thought, what the fuck is a dry county? And then he explained, like, they are prohibited to sell alcohol there. You have to drive, like, 20, 30 minutes away to get alcohol. There's no pubs or anything. Oh, bloody hell, I didn't even say I was that. Like, fuck. So, yeah, that's why they're always getting fucked up having house parties, because it's a dry county. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, I guess that would indicate it's dry if they're not dry enough. you got to give the people what they need. <laughs> yeah. It's the people's beers. What, why is it? Why is it, though? I think it's something to do with religion, like the states right. and the counties and the way they're separated. I guess it was a religious place. I'm not sure. But interesting enough, like Arkansas, that's, um, it looks a real nice place to visit because that's where Ozark was done, like in the north bit. Of yeah, I'd love to see that. That'd be, that'd be sick. And um, you've got like the, the Gulf of Mexico further south, so they've got beaches and stuff they can go to. And it looks, oh, looks really interesting. Yeah, nice. Apart from, I think you did say it's like four or five hours drive to the beach. They normally just sleep in the truck or rent like a... What you call it? Not a cabin. Uh, well, just rent somewhere yeah, to yeah. stay the night, you know. Um, but yeah, that sounds sick. I found out Big Red. If you don't chew Big Red, then fuck you. It's not just a chewing gum. It's a gas station. Oh, what? Never knew that. That's oh. why I took a picture of that yeah, car yeah, yeah. and sent it to you. That was sick. 
Got my first dollar bill. That was interesting. It's got the Illuminati on it, and I thought, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I can't believe it's your first time having a dollar. Yeah. Um, Tim was shocked to see that we don't have an equivalent for the dollar bill. Yeah. He thought, I'm not tipping strippers fives. <laughs> <laughs> and at the same time, he didn't want to throw coins at them. So I don't yeah, know, it's yeah. a bit of a dilemma there. Um, but yeah, it's been, it's been interesting. It's been a whirlwind. The podcast, I mean, play-wise and everything is going really well. Tim shared it with a lot of his friends and uh, we're getting a bit more love in the States now, so I'm glad that's getting out there. Yeah, me too. So we just need to make sure we're extra funny. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan, cue laugh. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, interesting as well. Last point I'll bring up on this before we move on. Obviously, like I said, he's Jack's friend and we met him through him, but... We all met him through online gaming, and that's yeah. just fucking mad. Like in this day and age, meeting someone across the world, across the pond, whatever you want to call it, on a game, and then him just having the balls to get on a plane, come over, meet us. I mean, we could have. Well, good enough. <laughs> Dirty Mike and the boys. Dirty Mike and the boys. <laughs> but yeah, what a guy. Um, moving on, Jacob. Yes. How are you? I am dandy. I have a much better. My cold is pretty much gone, to be honest. You do know you're a host. You've got to give me more than that. I'm not finished. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh. carry on. So your cold's all good. Well, it's not fully done yet. I've still got a bit of a bunged up nose and the cough is still remaining a little bit. But feeling-wise, I feel much better. When I get that feeling, uh, I want sexual healing. healing. Uh, Jordan's turn. <laughs> no, okay. But yeah, other than that... Why do you call this thing? I call that shit. I call that shit. I thought I was going to be really hungover today, but I actually feel blinded. Yeah? Why Why'd you feel blinded? Because I threw up. All over all over the... Uh, here well, grass. Yeah, this here grass. <laughs> and then all down your toilet as well, isn't it? Yeah, and you sink. Can stop. Yeah. Two sinks, two toilets, oh. and grass. Fucking hell. Completed it, man. You're saying all your ribs were hanging out and everything this morning? Yeah, yeah, I thought lean as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. But, um... I don't want to go through that again, so I think I'm not going to drink anymore. Mm. At all. Not going to drink anymore? No. Nope. Go dry. Yeah, I'm going to go dry now. That was fucking horrible. I woke up and I thought my head was going to explode. Yeah. Yeah. You talk too much when you drink anyway. You're a bit boring. You just chat shit. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, other than that, I literally mean, haven't had a hangover all day because I think I just threw it all up. Went back to sleep for a couple of hours and then I was golden. That's what we call a uh, tactical chander. Yes, man. Ten o'clock got up, I think. So I'm still all the day left. Yeah, and a good day on. as well. And we, um, Except for I was very disappointed with the Amazon store. No way, they introduce it properly. So the way this introduction starts is don't dictate. Yeah. We see in the news. Yes. Or I see in the news dun, dun, that dun, they dun. was opening an Amazon, an Amazon, an an Amazon four star store in Bluewater. Now four star means all the products in there have been rated four star and above. And they do like random wish list items, big sellers, whatever. It was like, oh, sick, that'd be cool. Then we looked it up online, and the premise it was giving off was like it's a new revolutionary digital store. It would have digital reviews and a QR code that you could scan that would link to your Amazon so you pay for it that way and not using like um, a traditional checkout and cashier. So we thought, oh, sick, should we go up there? So yeah, we took a quick trip to uh, Bluey, to the Blue Water. Yeah. Went to the Amazon store, looked quite cool from the outside. Yeah, the outside was amazing. That light around the court side yeah. of it as well was wicked. Two security guards standing there. I thought, fuck me, this is fuck serious. Me, right? 
went in there and uh, it was horseshit. Yeah, it was filled with disappointment. Yes. The little tickets that with all the reviews in it were just little cards, just a bit in a little bit of, I don't know, plastic. And they weren't on every item either. No. And I think the other crazy thing is they had like, they had a in-store price and a Amazon member price. It didn't specify whether it was Amazon Prime or just an Amazon account. So essentially there was like a Oral-B toothbrush, which was £265 in store. Or if you was a member of Amazon, you get it for £65. What we should have done, That's I didn't stupid. think about it till now, is when we was in the store, we should have looked at one of those items like that, went on Amazon and compared that price to the Amazon price on their website. Yeah. We didn't do that, did Also, we? Amazon prices change a lot. Yeah, they do, yeah. They do so daily. So they're going to constantly... Reprint. Yeah. That's why we thought it was going to be digital. Mm. Mm. But it wasn't. It's just like a fucking curries. It, it seemed like they had a lot of range, so they had multiple like avenues of products, but they're not much of anything. Yeah, like tiny little segments, like little yeah. baby book section, a little baby technology section, a little toy section. I just, I just don't understand why they've done it because if it was the premise that we thought and it was all going to be digital, I could get that. They're yeah, a yeah. giant. They've got the money. That would be sick. Really blow the competition out. Make it, you know, give it a bit of a wow factor. But basically, they've yeah, they've just opened up a, a Curry's or yeah. even worse, like a, what's that other shop? Best Buy, not a Best Buy. It's um, Home Bargains, basically, yeah. with a few better things. Yeah, you know they've got books, then they've got lights, and then they've got toothbrushes. It's so random. It's like not, a fucking Woolworths. Yeah, it's a the fucking Woolworths. Yeah, posh Woolworths. <laughs> I, I don't really get it because like the whole idea of Amazon is you buy it, you get it a day later, ship yeah. it to your door. Well, apparently they even do like same day delivery on something. Yeah, they do actually. Yeah. So, and they say you all maybe collect in store, but then you've got the fucking collect points. Mm. If you can't get it delivered, yeah. so. and most of it was just well, there's a large section of Amazon products, wasn't they? See, they could go. <laughs> I guess they could go with the um, hypothesis that they've opened the store for elderly people and people that maybe don't have access to the internet to use and utilise. And I'd say, actually, that's a really cool thing to do. But then I'd actually say on the same hand, well, why have you got an Amazon member price versus an in-store price? That means you're going to sting all the elderly people yeah, that don't true, have internet yeah. and understand. And also, most well, of those devices you can buy in Curry's anyway. And that elderly device that was in there was buying something that links to an Amazon account. Yeah. When we was in there, she wanted to get an Alexa. So you needed an Amazon account to connect to Alexa, didn't you? You can have to have technology, so in that sense. Do you know what I think it could be? Because mm. obviously Amazon's such a big company that obviously most of their revenue is on their online store shipping it. If they open stores, then surely that could change things for tax. Because mm. this company is... And it's I, I think it's just advertisement, to be honest with yeah. you. Made the news, made us yeah. go there. Well, if they've got like, other shops, then they're paying for, to pay for, like you know, the, what's it called, the rent of the shops. Surely that would uh, <laughs> contribute to... Having to get rid of some of Amazon's income by spending it. Yeah, true. I guess there's an overhead of spending it, which could change some brackets. But then I thought a lot of their shit was overseas anyway. Um, I don't know. And in terms of advertising, I get your point, but it's Amazon. Amazon do not need to advertise. No, exactly. No. <laughs> but it was pretty much like opposite the Apple store, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Apple store was probably thinking, fuck, we've got some beef here. And then it actually opened up and I was like, oh. <laughs> There's quite a lot of shops there that are new. I've... Yeah, Crep. That was a cool. That shop. was a good shop. Except the markup on a lot of the trainings was ridiculous. Yeah, I'm just on an hour. Is he going to make money? Yeah. Then yeah. there was the Nike Air 90 Supreme that I wanted. They've got a very small red Supreme on them, and where it says Air Force One, it also says Supreme. They got little red bits on the laces. I was in the queue to get them the day they come out. Um, 
the internet basically froze on the checkout bit and then they were sold out within minutes. I mean, this launched at 11 and by one minute past 11, that day was gone. It was too late. Um, they come out for £90. In that shop today, I could have picked them up. Um, 250 And yeah, that's already, and that's yeah. only from like last month. Which is crazy, man. Um, it's kind of cool seeing some of the trainers that I've seen online that I've wanted that I haven't been able to pick up. See them in person. You can cool. see them in person. And I've I've got to admit I like the way it looks like they've got good duty of care of the trainers. Yeah, they were like, in, like some sort stuff. of cling film yeah. and looked really nice and clean and displayed nice. It was a cool shop, cool as fuck shop. Um, just the prices, the markup, and I guess it's kind of we spoke before about like scalping. I guess it's similar to that because whoever owns that shop has got to be buying as many as them as they can yeah. for the purpose I just want to know how, many is they, how are they going to sell all those trainers enough to be able to pay the rent to the shop mm. I don't see many people going in there and spending seven bags on some trainers the majority of people we saw went in there had a look and went Yeah. I don't mm. think we saw anyone even pick a trainer up no because no one was behind it even till but he? I yeah. wonder whether Crep um, is like an online store Similar to Amazon, oh, right. this is more so just showing a few of their trainers, yeah. and actually online they do really yeah, well. Maybe. You know, like um, is it StockX? Yeah, maybe it's like StockX. Maybe, or it could be a uh, money laundering front. It could be. There's no problem. Yeah, if he's going to launder money though, would you put out expensive trainers like that to do it? I'd just open up like a bag shop, like every other motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You never know. <laughs> Options, uh, uh, man. Options. So many options. So many options. Yeah, they didn't even have in the going back to the Amazon shop. They didn't even have the QR code to scan and bill your Amazon account, and that would have been something. I when think quite did you read easy. that? Was that on that news article? Yeah. yeah. Nobody really get it then. Yeah. Crazy. Unless, because people think this was a new thing, and like this Amazon store was a fucking trial. It's not a trial because in the states, I think in they've got twenty-seven stores across like. 19 states or something so it's not a new thing them having no. shops right. so maybe that information on the article we got was from one of them oh, shops right. but if that's the case why open up a shop if it's not ready if yeah. you're going to do all of that to it or even worse why are we getting a shit a, version a shit version yeah. you know um, it is a bit weird who knows we had a, I had an email back from Dead Man's Island oh um, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah so yeah. we told the listeners before I was telling you guys, obviously, we wanted access to uh, the Dead Man's Island. And, yeah, basically, the Nature England have come back and said um, no, they can't grant us that access. They sent me a load of maps and, like, topography of the land, and you can see what species of birds are there and stuff like that, which is pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. It's not the skulls and teeth no, we wanted to see, not is really. it? Um, but we'll, we'll keep trying. We'll keep trying. Um, Maybe get a drone. Get a drone? Yeah? Yeah. Uh, don't worry. Nothing. I was going to say something bad. I'll, I'll swallow that. <laughs> <laughs> Put that back in your beak, man. Battlefield. What's it? Twenty forty two. Twenty forty two. That's coming out next month, nineteenth of November. I've been looking at. I was talking to Jordan. Well, both of you about it earlier, but I think instead of buying it outright, I'm going to do that EA Play Pro. Yeah. But it's strange because the Play Pro. So you've got EA Play, which is like three pounds fifty a month. And that gives you only 10 hours with any new EA game, right? And then after that, yeah. you have to buy retail. I think you get a bit of discount, but still it only gives you 10 hours. Whereas with the Play Pro, which is £15 a month, you get unlimited game time with every brand new release. And you get it 10 days early, which I think is pretty sick. Um, because you're getting the game straight away. Well, early. 
Well, uh, fucking mine's just gone blur. Mine's just gone blur. <laughs> I, I do see what you're saying. I, was, I don't consider it being early because the game's ready while they're delaying it 3 4 nils. It's not a case of delaying it. Everything needs a release date. We had three episodes of Mandate Monday ready to go. Would you say people we sent it to got it early or would you say we're delaying it for everyone? No, we're not doing neither of them. We've got a launch date. That's when we're launching it. Now, if you want to pay a premium or some sort of subscription to get access early... And that's not delaying it for everyone else. You're welcome because you're part of our posse now. No, I have a play. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was quite well worded. <laughs> Cheers, man. Cheers, man. Um, the other cool thing, sorry, man, I uh, jumped in and shot that down. But the other cool thing is, you know, like with Battlefield, you get hardened editions or like FIFA, you get ultimate edition yeah, and, yeah. and shit like that. With this pass, you get all of them editions off the bat, which I think is really cool as well. No, that is pretty sick. And say you only play for like, say we all get it and we get like FIFA, because I'd be interested in playing that again. Uh, some of the Star Wars games on there look fucking sick. They're good fun to play. And the new Battlefield. If you only play it for a month or two months, it's £30 spent. Cancel it. Yeah. And you still haven't paid the same price as just Battlefield. Battlefield, yeah, you are right there. You know? And any time you I was even game. thinking, like, some of those games, are you even going to put 10 hours into? Yeah. So you don't maybe even just get the fucking £3 one. Yeah. How many hours you put into Tekken? When you put about three or four at a minute. <laughs> it's not my highest game. Who's your favourite person? Uh, Yotsumichu. The one with the knife. The sword, yeah. Trust you to choose one with a weapon. There's, other, there's other ones with weapons. Bitch. Oh, damn. <laughs> I ain't no pussy bitch, man. You a bitch. You played online? Yeah. How is it? It's hard. Fucking hard. Fuck. Yeah. I've got to practice all the combos. It takes, yeah. it takes some time. This was all sparked, wasn't it, by Jordan bringing some consoles around. Yeah. I went here. I was mm. uh, BJJ. What, what did you bring around, man? The mini... It was the mini Snez, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And we was playing... Uh, yeah, because you played the mini SNES, NES and um, the PlayStation 1, but we didn't play the PlayStation 1, did we? No. We played the uh, first one a bit. Did we play the first one? Or did we just play SNES straight away? For the listeners, can you break down SNES and NES, please? Okay, so NES was Nintendo's first console, which was Ninten Nintendo Entertainment System. And the next one was the SNES, which is the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. And then the PlayStation 1 is Sony's first console. Yeah. Yeah. What's your favourite, children? What? Console. Out Ever of out of, out of the vintage boys, out of them three. Oh, Snez, Snez, yeah, Snez, yeah, probably Snez. Yeah. A lot of the Mario games, good fun. Yeah, and Mario we, we played Mario great. Kart, which still was Zelda on that. Yeah. Uh, one yeah. of the old Zeldas. Mm. I can't. I think it was Nintendo sixty four that my favourite Zelda was on. Yeah, N sixty four, great. Yeah, I can't Zelda. remember. Yeah, they need to bring a mini out of that. Yeah, one. I think that was it. That was it. Any what? Need to bring a mini sixty four. Yeah, if they do that, I'll get that. Yeah, that'd be sick. But yeah, it was on the SNES that we started playing Street Fighter. Yeah. Yeah, and that was pretty cool. And it just reminded me of Tekken. Yeah. But Jordan doesn't like fighting games because he don't like violence. Is that right? <laughs> no, I'm not a big fan. I've never been good with violence. Like, timing and combos. <laughs> but I did beat Jacob a few times. You did? Yeah. With, uh, He's stretchy, man. Stretchy. It was really right? annoying. Oh, man. Another cool thing we've been doing. Poker. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we, we got out the old poker set, had a few rounds. I won one, Jordan won two. Jacob, how'd you go? I didn't win any. <laughs> you should have brought it around. We could have played some after this. Yeah, uh, you know, we need to um, up the stakes. I think we need to have like a little once a month, a little. I'm not um, obviously gambling. advocating gambling. Yeah, but um, ten pound session or something. Yeah. Well, you don't. You don't Strip even poker. have to put money in, I suppose. Yeah, but I want to. I want to take your money. Mm. 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 Back to games. Anyway, poker is a game. But, um, back to digital games. Um, I think it's crazy that 
there's no centralised sort of Netflix for games. Um, and I know you might say, well, Netflix isn't centralised because then you've got <coughs> Disney with different films on and then you've got Prime with different films on. But the majority of films you can get on Netflix, same thing with Prime, you can get the majority of them same films on there with a few different exclusives. Whereas gaming, it's like there's nothing like that and I wonder why that's not implemented. I guess it would be a big overhead to do it at first, but some sort of subscription like £20 a month and like yeah. you get access to every I guess, game. Yeah, I guess it's just like which percentage of the companies get the money. Mm. I think the main issue with something like that, I suppose, is gaming is very... Um, what's the word? Competitive? Oh, segregated. Oh. It's in Microsoft. Yeah, Sony. yeah, yeah. You couldn't get a deal between the two of them, I don't mm. think. But something like a Steam... I think a Steam Pass, Pass kind of something. thing would be pretty good because they got Origin and EA on it and a lot of other things and on there. Ubisoft's on there as well. Yeah, yeah. So, Steamflix? Steamflix? Yeah. Steamflix? Something like that. I think there needs to be. I know you're saying you've got the two giants at it, but as long as everyone's getting paid, I don't see the harm because it's like we used to have blockbusters and choices. You could rent games out and shit like that. You can't really do anything like that. No, yeah, exactly. And then they yeah. had I used the... to love renting a game. Yeah, Friday night after school, go and rent a game. And the thing is, as long as you paid, like you could keep it as long as you wanted. Yeah. So they that same thing, you know, it's happened with films. Blockbuster's been replaced by Netflix and other streaming places, but the gaming, I think there's a gap in that there. That... Yeah, because they used to do one online, didn't they? It was cover who did it. But you could rent the games like a subscription offline. They send it in the post. You paid yes, the games. what was that? Was it Love, Love Film? Love Film. But Netflix then they changed the name. as well. Yeah. But for films. And originally, um, Blockbuster had the opportunity to buy Netflix. Oh, really? And they said it was never going to work. They said, no, yeah, I remember mm. that. And then they went under. <laughs> now look at it. And karma. Fuck me. But, Blocky, if you're listening, I do miss you. Yeah, I still love you. I still, still got my love Blockbuster you. card. Have you? Mm. Mm. I think I, I burned mine. I was in a lot of debt. I was, I was, I was probably half the reason they went under. I had so many things I didn't take back. Because <laughs> I was at Blockbuster when they had the little shop next to Blundell's. Yeah, yeah, I know the one. Yeah, I was, like, I was still Blockbusters then. Yeah. Before, I never used to went to go choices. And then when Blockbusters took over choices, and then obviously I went there. Yeah. Great shop. It's fucking good. It is good, man. Yeah, mate. But yeah, no one ever experiences that. Did you rent a game? I remember the time when you rent a game and then I got home and it was shit. And they tried taking it back to like change it for another one. He's like, what was the reason? Is it broken? I was like, it's really rubbish. I just want another one. Luckily, they did it. Yeah, man. I think it was Torok when that came out. It was crap. Torok. I don't think it was. Was that the it. dinosaur one? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it was shit. Yeah, so no, I ended okay. up getting Jumper instead. Oh, but I was proper achievement hunting. Was you? Yeah. yeah, so that's why I got that one. Yeah. Just once you could complete easy. I'll tell you the easiest ones are all of the Lego games. Yeah. And they're fun as fuck as well. They're good fun. Especially two player. Go yeah, through the Lego games, Achievement City. Star I don't really Wars care Lego. about them anymore. Mm. Back then, fuck me, 360 days. Yeah. Achievement I like the um, superhero Legos as well, man. Mm. Like the Batmans. And oh, yeah, they're good. Shit, they're cool. Good fun. Good fun. But, yeah. Yeah, man. Great. Great stuff. Great stuff. But you don't like fighting games, do you? Why don't I like fighting games? Well, I've never seen you like them. Uh, I don't mind them. Super Smash Bros. was all right on the uh, Switch. Um... My favourite one is Mortal Kombat, though. I used to like them a lot. They're, what was that one? I swear there used to be a Mortal Kombat that it had all the fighting, but also it was like open world. Oh, yeah, they did, they did. That they was did. insane. So you go do your quests, bits like that, and then you come up to fights, and I love that one. Yeah. And then suddenly they done that, and every other fighting fan must have fucking hated it, because since that model, 
They've never tried never anything tried like that, that again. again. Yeah, I remember. But that. I really love that. That's not an interesting. I thought it was I think if they did it as a spin-off, you can do something like that. Don't just obviously change the actual game. Yeah. If it's a spin-off, it's different. Like obviously you've got Tekken and Tekken Tag. I mean, no, it's not really because it's still exactly the same thing. We obviously yeah. two players. I th- I think they did try a Dragon Ball Z like that. Was it Dragon Ball Z Xenoverse or Multiverse? I can't remember. But I'm mm. sure they tried one of them with that sort of. Like a f- changed it to like a third person kind of. Yeah. Fighter, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that was quite a good game actually. I thought. I can't remember what one it was. I might have to. Let's Google it. So for Google. Why for Google? Yeah. So what do you want to talk about today, man? On this hero platform. Well, I was just thinking. Don't you feel it's weird that as generations go? Yeah, each time, what depicts or what makes a generation change? Because when you think of it, like back in the when the, the Beatles came out, like the parents at the time were thinking, "Oh, this is terrible music. Why are these kids stop liking it?" And then it went like rock and roll and stuff. And then when Elvis came out, it was the same thing. Like you know, do you know what I mean? No, keep going. Keep delving, yeah. Yeah, keep keep uh, elaborating. Elaborating, okay. <laughs> yeah. And obviously back then. It was like the woman didn't necessarily work, she'd stay home and obviously the man would work and stuff like that and it's quite strict on like children and stuff like that as well and obviously you could be called like sir and stuff like that, wouldn't they, the kids? Yeah. And then obviously then they started to rebel as time went on, I guess. I know, just want to, I don't really understand what contributes to it and why it's like now generations today, it's completely different. Like, how come it's changed so much as in as you go through a generation? I think... Um Laws obviously have changed over the times, which has prevented a lot of things, especially with like sir, ma'am, that sort of discipline that we had. Like yeah. in my granddad's time, you know, at schools you would have got like lashing to, yeah. with a ruler and stuff like that. And obviously now there's a lot of laws to prevent that. Mm. So that's part part and parcel, I guess, of the reason of that. But the other thing, like back in his sort of day, there was so much more respect for the law and authorities yeah. like there'd be a local police officer they would all know him if you misbehaved as a kid he'd like clip you around the ear and, and sort of drag you to your parents and now you don't get none of that and you don't know the police officers yeah. and it's it's a different world but I personally think a lot of the change has happened because of the expansion and oh what's it knowledge of other communities, other countries, and how they do do things. So you've got to imagine, when we got the internet, what was that, 91 or 89? Yeah. So the internet come in, and then within 10 years, everything changed even more. Suddenly, we're seeing things from America, the States. You've got movies anyway, but now you're actually, there's an online presence. Yeah. You can meet people, you can talk to people. Everyone's seeing how different things work. And I guess from that, when you can see how something works in one country compared to another... It sort of brings a standard, and anyone not doing it to that standard, yeah. it's like fuck. We need to change. Like, maybe it's something to do with that. I that's that's just me sort of surmising. Yeah, I guess so. I couldn't. That could be a an indication of maybe the differences between since the eighties. But I mean, you got to think even going back from before then. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Well, maybe it's just, just different societies. Drugs. Views. Drugs, Drugs was a big reason, especially 50s, 60s. No, because you've got to think back in the day as well. Like, if you showed your ankle when you was out in public, it would be considered, like, nudity. Yeah, but then suddenly, you got a load of cocaine. Beatles was all doing it. All the bands doing it. The kids will start doing it. The teenagers, whatever. Then they start rebelling. And yeah, they start yeah. showing ankle. I fucking show an ankle. Who gives <laughs> a fuck? You know? Yeah. So I guess there's a lot of reasons when you look at it. The other thing that I think as well is... 
sixties onwards, we had no war as such. There weren't a world war there, you yeah. know. So there was no discipline in terms of that either. Yeah, that's true. Which hippie theory, yeah, yeah, which means more peace and love, which means more reason to rebel or do stuff a bit different because there's no actual big uh, purpose, maybe. Yeah, and I definitely do agree with obviously the the digital stuff you said about definitely yeah. contribution to that. It's yeah, it's it's gave us comparable data to other countries, other cultures. Which I guess over time has opened our eyes, and and we're still not there. We're still nowhere near there. And like you touched on with women and um, the old uh, what, what would you call it stereotype for a woman staying at home, cooking, cleaning, all of that stuff. Um, whereas now it's it's completely different, and you know everyone should be equal, and that's and that's what they're campaigning for. Yeah, hundred um, percent. But we're still not there. Same as other cultures that are still fighting for equality, but we're still not quite there. Um, I just think naturally, as things evolve, we get closer and closer to it. Yeah, I think because actually, I think you was in on the nail on the head as well. Because when you said about the digital side of things, we're seeing from different countries, but then also if you consider from like uh, I don't know, like, I don't know how many years ago you go back about the interchanging of uh, different ethnicities and stuff like that from diff- living in different countries uh, mm. that obviously contributes to that you have multiracial relationships as well so that changes political agendas and views mm. so I think that's contributed a lot and then that obviously then brings their what's it what's that what's the word called their background what's it called their um, you said that word a minute ago culture culture yeah, it brings the culture in as well so you get different cultures yeah. and different opinions and, and of course as time and technology has moved on it's made travel easier yeah you know yeah, in the 60s automatic automotive vehicles and shit yeah in the 60s planes. 50s 40s you're not going to America or Australia or it would be real fucking difficult yeah. it would be a boat and it would take fucking time yeah. you know whereas now you hop on a flight you can see most of Europe in four hours yeah. flight wise and anywhere further than that you sit there you do it and, and that's it and what about where... do you think the natural involvement of in the sense of like where like these days marriage isn't such a thing getting married I think that is a direct reflection on what I was talking about in terms of seeing different countries, different cultures, oh, right, yeah. and how technology is. Yeah, do you moved. think it's to do with the speed of everything is today? Everyone's in a rush. Everything everyone's now like you know like internet speeds are never fast no, enough. I, Video I, loads are never fast enough. Everyone's quick, quick, quick. I don't think it's that, man. I think people are sport for choice. Yeah. Back in my grandparents' days, I keep I keep going back to that. They knew each other. They was both in love. They'd probably have a circle of 10, 15 people. No mobile phones, no BlackBerry Messenger, yeah. WhatsApp, whatever you want to call it. It'd be your circle of 10, 15 people. You'd go to work, you wouldn't really mix much outside of that. And that was it. Maybe your street, you knew your street or something, you know. Whereas now, you've got two, 3,000 f- friends on Facebook. You've got people across the country. You're meeting people online and playing yeah, games. Yeah. Or, you know, and like if you're single, you've got all the dating apps. There's, there's so much choice that... People are just like, well, why marry? Why settle? Why? And I think the the negative of that is obviously the choice and the fact that social media also brings a fake depiction of what a relationship and what love and what marriage should be. Yeah, that's true. And that's another reason because everyone's looking for that perfect thing. Yeah, that's well, true. Guess what? Marriages aren't perfect. They take fucking work. They take hard work like a relationship does. It takes hard work. So now as soon as someone hits a hurdle in a relationship... They're like, fuck, this isn't perfect. Oh, but look, there's all these other men there or all these other women there. Well, why am I putting up with this? Well, no, I'm not going to work at it because I've got choice. Yeah, that's true. 
big difference there, I think, man. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I think it's got a lot to do with economic reasons. To be honest with you, yeah. So you know, how much does a wedding cost? Ten, yeah. fifteen grand. Yeah. Like, can the average person afford that just easily? Very oh. true. And people aren't buying into religion so much anymore. No. That's yeah, true. that's true. We, as well. we, you can get obviously married yeah, outside of the church, etc. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of it is down to the price of it. It is very expensive for what is essentially one day. I mean, it might be the best day of your life or whatever, but it is just one day, it is I just suppose. One day, isn't it? Yeah. And I suppose there's a lot of money involved in it because it's all about paperwork to sign the wedding, and then if it all goes tits up, you've got to spend all that money to get out of it for legal shit. And to be honest, all it is is just a fucking bit of paper to say you're married in the first place. I think as as well as yeah, you're right, but as well as the religion aspects. I think in the previous generations, it was much more of an expectation. Like, you had, you can't have kids out of wedlock. Like, you would have been frowned upon. Yeah. So, you mm. want kids, you want to be having sex, bearing in mind contraception and different things, it was different at the time. You want to be, you know, baby booming, or fucking get married, otherwise you ain't having sex. Yeah, yeah. Or your pull-out game's fucking strong. <laughs> One or the other, you know? Um, whereas now we don't have that expectation because... I guess, one, the religion thing, two, the choice, and I guess the age that young adults start having sex, you know, yeah. what, 16, 17, whatever age it may be, you're not going to get married then. Whereas in the old days, that was sort of, yeah, go for it. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Mm. Very interesting. Very interesting. I mean, there's, I think there's lots of pros and cons to how we've developed and how, how we've changed, diversified. Um, yes, yeah. I, me and Ariana, we would get married one day. Um, I'd, I'd be excited and happy for it, but it's not our priority. No. I want to see the world. There's a lot of other things I'd put above just signing that paper and having that yeah, ring. Yeah, yeah. Because whilst that would be really cool, I think you need to get them memories, them experiences, and you know. Yeah. Um, 100%. But I've, I can understand the internal pressures in like the older days of you need to you need to marry. You know. Yeah. Um, I th- I th- they still exist though in some cultures you know and, and they do like arranged marriages as well yeah that's true mm-hmm. still, like, I think happens. that's fucking crazy yeah that is mental um, I don't understand that we're, we've, again with all this choice out there you're now being told you have to marry this person That's, but I guess that boils down to culture and religion um, yeah but I don't quite understand that I don't quite understand that either you know but I guess you and about, sorry yeah, man that's right. 10 years time like you were saying, why do you think we rebelled from that and how things used to be and showing your ankles, whatever? Ten years' time, these people that are having them arranged marriages, who knows, they might rebel and be like, yeah, actually, no. And it could change. It and could then change, over years. Yeah. But remember, it's just very small, like 1% change each year. And over time, suddenly, we're so far away from where we started. Yeah, there's that, that saying, it was in that um, Jane Smith book, wasn't it? It's like ten percent. Is it ten percent? Is it James Smith's book? One percent a day. Yeah, one percent a day. It's basically it's makes thing, you, I think, thirty-seven times better a year. Yeah. yeah. Kind of similar concept, I suppose. You were saying about priorities. Mm. Um, I think a lot of people's priority would be to get on the the like housing market on the housing ladder. Yeah. Um, and I saw an interesting figure on Facebook. So obviously. Facebook, you know, you don't know if it's necessarily true, but it sounds fairly believable. So between 1971 and 2015, if the wages had gone up with the same amount of time as, or the same amount as house prices, the average wage 
would be thirty-five pound. An hour, the, if, yeah, an hour. If the inflation had matched the inflation of houses, which it hasn't. Which it hasn't. I've read somewhere as well the exact um, multiple multi- multiplication of the house prices versus the wage. Has that got that on there? No, it doesn't. It was like I can't remember. What it was I think house prices went up like seventy-two times, and the wage went up like twenty-three or something mm. ridiculous. Yeah, that is mental, isn't it? Um, but that's a, yeah, priorities. Obviously, getting a house is a priority. But the average age for moving out now is like thirty-five. Well, well yeah, because no one could afford it. Yeah, I remember. I think my nan and granddad bought their first house for like two thousand pound. Wow, bloody hell! And uh, obviously, that was a long time ago, so they wouldn't have been earning that much per year. But I think, in a comparison to what we earn now, to what a house price is, because uh, even in Sittingbourne, like a house would cost you close to two hundred, probably. Yeah, or, uh, more than that, bro. Do you reckon? Yeah, like flats you can get for. Between 170, 190, maybe a one or two bed house for low twos, but it's not going to be, you know. Um, it's crazy. That's the thing. It's difficult. And I think that is, would you say the negative of of diversifying? Because obviously we are so overpopulated now in the country that there isn't enough houses. I guess that could be a negative of that. But there, there needs to be a way that it can be, uh, what's the word, equalised. Yeah. The, the yeah. thing is, you say that, but when you go up north, mm. like the further north you go, well, not the necessarily the further north you know. go, but yeah. above London, say, the houses are much cheaper. But with that said, the shit of the wages are. That is true as well. But they're not in comparison to what our wages are. Mm. I don't think it's... Like, if I had my exact same job... Uh, the local company here, the competitor company, if you like, I'd lose seven grand because I'd lose London waiting because I work inside the M25. But you know? then if you bought a house for 75 grand, mm. that would probably more than make up for that. Yeah. Because you, if you go to certain areas, like I remember, um, I think it was looking at Halifax at one point, the prices there, you could get like a two bedroom house for like 80 grand. Oh, wow. I mean, that was a few years back, but... Yeah. Still, like down here for a two bedroom house, are like, you talking crazy? Is Jordan actually like 70 or something? Why? Oh, when, when did he see a house price for fucking 80 grand? Yeah. <laughs> it's just. <laughs> Our little old man, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's crazy because we do get internal pressure, I think, from elder relatives. How come you haven't got a house yet? You're mm. still living at home. There's always that sort of daunting over you. Um, but the times have just changed and getting a house is, is just so fucking difficult. Yeah, it's ridiculous, isn't it? Um, firstly, all the paperwork they want to get it. Secondly, the availability of debt, credit cards, loans and everything else now is probably worse than it's ever been. Like, That's true. Like ever. That true. How easy is it to, to get a loan for like five grand? It's piss easy. It is a piss easy. So people fresh out of uni, 21, 22, oh, I don't know what to do. Oh, I might want to do a bit of travelling. Well, let me just get this loan, go travelling, come back, fuck, now I need a job. Suddenly, they're getting a payday loan. Suddenly, spirals. Want a mortgage, can't get one now. Yeah. You know? Ease of access. Is, yeah. I think loans, debts, any, any, anything like that, you shouldn't be able to get into you like 25. They should cap it somewhere. Yeah, like, even like, go on. I just found a house on uh, Zoopla, mm. Halifax, four-bedroom house, two bathrooms, um, a walking distance from a station, um, 80 grand. Where's that? Halifax. I thought that was a bank. <laughs> <laughs> it is too. Where is Halifax? 
Nope. Don't say Halifax. Nope. He just goes, nope. <laughs> He's Googling it. Carry on, what was you going to say to me, man? About the debts and the loans and the... Uh, oh, yes, I was just going to say how easy it is and very. Very. Yeah, one guy, all, all of them. It's Not... just like you go on the, the thing, you choose what you want, you just press add account, and, oh, this will be delivered next day. And it's that's, just so easy. That's the other dangerous thing, man. I've... You have no connection to like, the value of it, in a way. I mean, I'm no <clears throat> financial advisor. I've had debt over the years. I'm in quite a good place now. Um, but I think start of last year, I got myself a credit card because I want to start building my credit so I'm in a good place to get a mortgage. Um, so with this credit card, I've had it just over a year and my balance has automatically gone up like five times. I only got the, the fucking credit card for like £500 originally. Yeah. Right now I can go on there and they've upped it and I've got four and a half grand on there. That's ridiculous. You know, I didn't ask for that money. They've just put it just all on there and like, oh, you're trusted now. Have more, have more, have more. And then at what point would I, you know, maybe decision fatigue, be like, actually, I really want that. Buy it. Yeah, Suddenly, yeah. you're in the trap. That's how they get you. You're in the fucking trap. It's a dangerous, dangerous thing. And I can bet... In, you know, the 50s, 60s, 70s, when my nan and granddad bought a house, loans, credit cards, they weren't read- readily available like they are no, today. No, if you wanted something, you had to save for it. Yeah. I think they might have had like, um, I guess like a local, not a bookies, like a, a I guess the bank or a, a local brokers where they could get a small loan or something. Yeah, but yeah. No way like just sitting, going on the I know like furniture think. shops back in the day used to do a thing, they used to store it in a warehouse for you and you could pay off whenever you want. They used to have a little piece of paper that they'd put how much you paid and then tick it off each month and when you finally paid it off you can then collect it. Oh wow, that's crazy man, that's crazy. Jordan, did you find out where it is? Uh, it's just outside of Leeds. Nice. Oh okay. Nice, nice, nice. Um, I lose, think lose, lose. you mentioned it earlier, but I think those payday loans are scary. They're so bad. Yeah. And you know, well, they're not funny? as bad as they used to be. I don't do them like that anymore. A lot of them has been uh, liquidated and gone under. I oh, really. Yeah, yeah. The uh, is it the FDA? No, that's the Food and Drugs Agent. FCA. Agency. Yeah, yeah. FCA. Financial Conduct Authority. That's the one. FCA. I think is taking a lot of them under. Okay. Um, one of them I'm in a dispute with because they left something on my credit file that was paid over two years ago. I've rung them about eight times over this period. They're saying, yep, it's paid, it should be off, hasn't come off, and they owe me, I think, like 60, 70 pounds. And I said to them on the phone, I was like, well, when I owed you money, everyone was on your back, pay it now, you have to pay it now, letters. Suddenly you owe me money, and I've got to wait for administrators and liquidators to work out what's going on. I'm like, well, that is my money, so surely yeah, yeah, that's a bit give it up, back. If I overpaid, give it back. Ridiculous. No reciprocation there, is there? Yeah. But it's it's the same, I've got to be honest, with the tax man. Um, if yeah, you owe true. tax, they are taking that out of your wages. They are onto you. If you want a refund, you've got to fucking look into that shit. You've got to fill out God knows how many forms, yeah. really look into it, and then wait like a year until you get it back. I think I've had like one time where I randomly just got one through. But every other time I've had to look it up, find, find out I'm eligible and go for it. Yeah. But then the scary thing is I've had other friends that have looked it up, found out they actually owe, and then put themselves in the shit. So what'd you do, huh? <laughs> it's a risk. Yeah, Everything in life's a gamble. It's a risk. <laughs> oh, it's like that song you put on yesterday. The Gambler? Yeah, that's it, yeah. Gotta know when to hold when to hold So, Jordan, when do you think you'll uh, buy a house, bro? Uh, I don't know to be honest. I don't like the way you and uh, the missus keep looking in Leeds and Halifax and stuff. Don't don't you be thinking of leaving us? 
No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. So why are you looking there? No, I'm, I'm just interested in the prices. Just, why would you be interested? Just out of interest to see how much the markup for being down south is. Uh, okay. So like you say, obviously we get paid or meant to be paid higher wages. Not meant to be, but that's the the sort of assumption. But then obviously the the, the, the price difference between houses equally definitely outweighs that. Mm. Mm. Um, but yeah, in terms of time, I, I don't know. It really depends. Like you say, there's less pressure nowadays to actually go out and get your own place. Um, I did see, I think, was it Jacob saying like the average person to move out is like 30s? 34, that 34, was me. 34, that was you. <laughs> Jacob don't know that yeah, shit. that was me. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> Similar people. So. Uh, yeah. Generation. So, what what else do you think has changed as we've gone? I know. I mean, we spoke about house price prices, a bit about economics, a bit about schooling, education, awareness of mental health. Yeah, a big one. That one's changed a lot. Still changing. Still a lot more to realise. I think. Yeah. Uh, I just quite a bit in my head earlier, and it's got all my. You know, one thing that hasn't really changed, which when you say awareness of mental health and then compare it to, I think incarceration and prison, like that hasn't really changed. In the amount of years it's been there, in what sense? In the sense that, <laughs> is it to punish and you know throw away and lock away the key, or is it to rehabilitate? Because if it's rehabilitate, the prison does a shit job, and the amount of money we spend, taxpayers spends on the prison, we haven't figured out a new system for rehabilitating. We're just paying people to to live for free in there. Yeah. And you'd think over the years the prison system would change because literally we're just locking people away in, in concrete doors and saying, go on, mate, you know, do your time, you'll be out, you'll be all right. It's kind of wrong. Yeah, it's definitely changed though in the sense of the inside part. Is it? Yeah, because obviously back in the day it used to always be regimented in a certain, certain ways and uh, obviously they'd respect the staff mm. and stuff like that. And t- t- today's obviously well very, very different. It's kind of gone the opposite way. They're like more... Uh, right with everything if that makes sense I guess I guess that's all part and parcel of A. discipline um, yes. people are less disciplined and B. I guess a prison officer I mean this is assumption I guess they can't get away with as much brute force and actual punishment as they used to be able to so I guess if you had a convict years and years back that was being a little shit <laughs> He would be shown he's being a little shit. Yeah, yeah. But now, I guess, if a prison officer were to do that, there'd be paperwork, there'd be people on their back, video evidence. Yeah. They could even get charged themselves, you know? Yeah, so very, very different in that sense. And obviously, I'm not saying this is wrong or bad or good or nothing like that. I'm just saying, however, it's changed that. Obviously, you have PlayStations, you can have TVs, yeah. like entertainment in your cells and yeah. stuff like that. I mean, I think, I think it depends what they're in there for, or maybe that's me being a bit biased. I mean... People in there that are in there for small things, not harming other people and nothing like that. I think at the end of the day, you get to the point where they, uh, the way that obviously the justice system works in our country and obviously quite a few countries is that they go to court for whatever you've been convicted or you're potentially being convicted for. You either get sentenced, you're put in for remand, or obviously you get let go if you're innocent. So, But once you've been given your, your sentence, let's say for example you've got given 10 years, that's your punishment, is that 10 years of being inside. So that's what you've been given. So once you're inside, that's it. You've been, you're doing your time for whatever you're considered. You're being kept from away from society. That's what the punishment is. So, But then obviously all that, that I agree with you there is it's about the rehabilitation part. 
is that if they, for example, they've completed their time and they get released, they know they have license conditions mm. or they could potentially have like the ankle bracelet. Yeah. That's what could potentially need to change because I don't know if it's, for example, if they've missed the appointment with their probation due to traffic or something, this can then lead them to be recalled because it's counted as they've missed mm. their probation. So then they could be on a good road. They could have been out for a little while, been like, you know, straight. And then because they missed their appointment due to traffic, obviously a lot of the cases can be that they actually they did just fuck up, so they go mm. back. But there's quite a lot of times where it could just be like that. Yeah. So they go back in. And then this could then obviously contribute with them, like, now falling out with their, like, loved ones because they've gone back. They think they're going back down the same route. Yeah. Uh, loads of they could go back down to the drug route again and stuff like mm. that, where it needs to be maybe what more changes in... About the that system, I guess. Support after, yeah, support like NK, like military. Yeah, maybe like you could yeah. have a point system, for example, if you've missed your a probation. strike sort of strike yeah. system instead of it being like one time bang. Mm. I just mm. uh, going back to one of your points you said. So, the the prison system, you know, it will it will go to a court. The jurors will decide if you're guilty or not, and the judge will give you a sentence. Yeah. Serve you ten years away from society. The key word you used was away from society. So for yeah. 10 years, that's yeah. your punishment. Now, my issue with this is like we was talking about just now. And that's that in the prison now, you're almost not away from society because you can get these PlayStations, these TVs, you get your friends, maybe pool tables, whatever else they've got in there. Yeah. It's almost like a mini civilization and society in there. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Because you get some people, not everyone, I'm not saying everyone, but you get some people that are referred to as prison babies because they think it's easy in prison. They haven't got rent or bills or to pay. career criminals. They can go in there, yeah, they play PlayStation, they've got all mates in there. So they come out, they do some crime, and then they're back up inside and yeah. they don't mind it. The only one thing I, I do think is like you could get maybe a homeless person that obviously, when it gets to this time of year, when it's getting really, really cold, don't live on the streets, do something, something like a petty crime to get put into prison. So you're getting your three meals a day, you're getting your medic medication, you're getting a bed for the night, you're getting warmth and heat I, and I shower. Just, and yeah, water. I understand the homeless person doing something like that, but I just wonder if, if there was some sort of rehabilitation aspect that is run whilst you're actually in but there. The only way I reckon, obviously, there must be ways they can contribute to it, mm -hmm. but the main thing, the only person that can rehabilitate is in themselves. Yeah. It's like lead a horse to water. If you're not, if it's not going to drink, if you don't want to drink. Yeah. So the only, the only person that can is it's the brain. Yeah, but are they putting the support measures <laughs> in place for someone to do that? Or is it a case of you're in here, do your time, be bad, be good, whatever you want to do, you're in here, basically. Well, you could, I'd say you could put it like this, this is support measures, but are they the correct procedures? Or, yeah, or yeah. It? And I think that's mm, one thing that I, I guess hasn't changed much, which is surprising. Prisons are pretty much still the same as they've always been, and the amount of money the taxpayer pays, compared to especially feeling sorry for, I guess, the prison officers, because their wages are ridiculous for what they do. I just think a lot of the time with prisons, it is a case of throw, throw them away in a dungeon and, and forget the key until they're allowed back out. Then they go and commit a crime again because they've had no teachings or learnings. Yeah, you've got to remember, at the end of the day, it's kind of like a business because there's a lot of money involved, isn't it? I forget that as well. I saw a, a documentary actually on Netflix called, yeah. I think it was The World's Toughest Prisons. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was with a fella who... He was put in prison for murdering someone for like five years or something. Something to do with his sister. And then they found it. out that he didn't actually do it. So they released yeah. him. Um, so he went around like visiting prisons around the world. And he went to one in Norway, I think it was. And some of these people were in there for murder and stuff like that. And they were doing full-on rehabilitation. 
Um, and they could get jobs in like the local town and they'd just let them go during the day to go do the jobs. So some of them got like new careers. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like out of it. So they could, they even gave them like cars to drive off to the job. And as long as they were back by a certain time. Yeah. They do that in England. Oh, do they? Yeah. They do it at DCAT. So you have obviously different categories of prisons. So you can obviously go down in DCATs through your sentence. So for example, you'd be given that time at a certain period of that time. You could be granted decat, so you go to a, like a decat prison, for example, and then obviously you can get rottles, which is like released on temporary license. You can go in for weekends to visit family. You get work, so you go out during the day and then come back for the night. So I think something like that is a good idea. Yeah, they do do that. No, that is that is good. Because yeah. um, like I say, like this guy in the documentary, he was really happy with how it went because yeah. he got like a brand new career and he like could make a really good go at things you've got to think the problem with it is it's not the fact of what you've just said because they do decat and they do like you get the jobs to obviously get people back in you've got to think of the the people that commit the crimes that don't uh warrant going to decat so they might only get a sentence worth a few months mm. so they don't actually get any process any time to go with through any courses or be with anyone to contribute to you to be rehabilitated to stop that kind of thing mm. So you're not even going to get the chance of going to DCAT to then potentially get a job to go through that. You're just going to be released after your little tiny little sentence. You could be released with no money, nothing. So obviously you're going to have to do a little petty again. It may be the same procedure, repeat, repeat. So obviously that's never going to contribute to repentation because they're not in there long enough to thingy. So maybe they need to make a minimum sentence, mm. potentially. I don't know how they could contribute to that in a way. Mm. That is, is crazy. Crazy system that I think there could be some changes to. I don't know the answers. I'm not going to pretend yeah. I do. It's definitely better than some countries. Though. I was about yeah, to yeah, say, mm. I read a book. Uh, you can borrow it one time. It's really good. It's called Marching Powder. Mm. Have you heard of the book at all? No. It's a, it's a real story um, about a guy called Thomas uh, McFadden. And he's an English drug smuggler, right? And he was arrested in Bolivia and thrown inside the prison, quite notorious, called San Pedro. Now, this prison is fucking crazy because, firstly, you're thrown inside this prison. You have to pay an entrance fee to get in the prison. Okay. Once you're in the prison, they have different cells, different size of cells, different uh, amenity, different fucking furniture, whatever in the cells. And you have to rent a cell. Mm. And if you don't rent a cell, you're sleeping out in the hallway, out in the yard. You've got dogs there, cats oh, there. You've got fucking people robbing people, right? All the drugs are bought in by the guards. So it's all dealing, they're getting paid, everyone's earning money in the prison. People's wives can go and stay with them nights in the prison. <laughs> How fucked up is that? Yeah, that's um, but yeah, that it's, it's a fucking sick book. Um, and I, I wanted to sort of explain more about it, but it was so long ago that I read it and I've got a blurb up on my phone, but the, the blurb's not saying much really oh, yeah, what I just enough. said. So yeah. It is real story. Give it a fucking read. And uh, what's his name? Yeah, uh, Thomas McFadden. Um, basically, the story was wrote by a guy called Rusty Young, who was an American lawyer. And on a prison visit, he met this Thomas McFadden and thought, "Wow, this guy's story is fantastic." <coughs> He's from England. He's a drug smuggler. He got caught in a different country in Bolivia, oh, yeah, and that was it. Banged up. Suddenly, not banged up in England, where everything's getting paid for. You pay for your cell, or you're on the floor. Fucking you know, does he manage to pay? 
Yeah, he managed to get and there was highs and lows and I think some guy took him sort of under his wing. But then, of course, when you're in prison, anyone taking you under the wing is a bit scary because it's yeah, like, yeah. do they want me to hold their pocket or what was going on? Yeah. Am I going to be a bitch? Um, Funnily yeah. enough, a lot of these prisons that they showed on Netflix um, were very much like that. Yeah. So some prisons didn't even have guards. They were literally just run by gangs inside. That's so crazy. Yeah, and you'd get forced by the gangs to transfer money into their accounts. Wow. So mm. you'd literally have to ring up your family or whatever and just be like, pay them this amount or they're going to beat me up, do whatever. So, yeah, I, I think I remember seeing that and it was either ring the family and get them to pay or join the gang. Mm. And if you join the gang, then they're making you do dark shit. And if you get you out of prison, you're still in the gang. Yeah. Mm. Crazy. So, Crazy. I guess, comparatively, when you compare our prison system to other countries... It's quite good, but the only thing I don't like is obviously I just don't feel like there's enough support for rehabilitation. But then Jacob's point is very accurate, and you know that the person has to want to reform. Um, that there has to be that that want to it. So either we're not dangling the carrot to make people want to reform, or we're not putting the support measures correctly in place to assist people reform. Because if someone's already done a crime and they're doing the time, it's a very hard thing to see their life in any other limelight. It just yeah. is. Their mental health state, everything else has got sure to Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. 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 Institutionalisation. Yeah. I must admit, that must be so difficult. If you're in there for a long time mm. and you suddenly get out of prison, it must just be alien, isn't it? I suppose. Yeah, I wouldn't even say... I'd, personally, all I'd say would be, it wouldn't be like the thing's alien or anything's changed. It would just be the fact that you haven't got that routine. Mm. Yeah. you're not getting that, your meal at a certain time you're not getting your medication given to you mm. at a certain time and you haven't got people to rely on to give you certain information because yeah. then you've got to do it yourself and if you don't get what you want you can't then threaten to do particular behaviours yeah. to get what you want because no one's going to give a fuck when you're out and also yeah. the rate that technology is changing yeah. and yeah. everything's just going to be so difficult but so, I don't so think different. it would be nowadays because there's TVs and that inside yeah. you'd right. see everything grow you're very right with routine though that's a good point we are in in nature we are routine creatures um so obviously the prison i can imagine being quite um forced routine everyone wakes up at this time you go in the yard at this time you go lunch at this time medication at this time everything basically that you're saying suddenly they're out they're on their own two feet they've got no family around to rely on and yeah they don't know what to do the other thing is probably feeling very lost because before they went to prison, they probably had some sort of routine then. I mean, we all have routines. When COVID hit, and a lot of our routines were thrown out the window, we was all feeling a little crazy. Yeah, it's true. So then you imagine it on their scale. I do think that routines can help a lot of people, though. Yeah. yeah so yeah, I um, watched, or I heard Steve-O, you know, from Jackass. Yeah, yeah. He was, um, well, back in the day, when he was younger, he was like a massive drug addict. Yeah. Um, and apparently it was actually Johnny Knoxville who had like an intervention they sent him to rehab and it was basically at the point where Steve-O would either die or get clean Mm. Um, and he stayed in rehab for several months and then he went into like a halfway house I guess for like two years even while they were still filming Jackass and he said the thing that helped him was just the routine getting up at this time having to go do this he then went and volunteered doing this and then he had to be back at a certain yeah. time and he said just that structure his, that yeah routine the structure, and structure helped him out 100%. It's, um, and now obviously he's completely clean, clean. 
And it is nothing happens overnight. It's all small steps, like reforming a prisoner, rehabilitation, structure for him. Mm. It's all small steps. And there's books out there, like self-help books, and I've mentioned it before, like Atomic Habits is great. Even the small things like they teach you in the military with structure, you know, make your bed every morning. It puts you on the right step for success for the rest of the day. Certain things like that that people need, you know, try and keep your meal timings the same and, yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. Mm. Yeah, mate. But other than that... <laughs> other than that? <laughs> what else we got in Generations? We've, we've, we kind of went on a little bit of a tangent then, didn't we? A lot of deep old... Um, yeah. Dark prison holes. Oh, baby. Oh, baby, baby. Oh, baby. Mm. Uh, uh, got anything new for us, Jordan? Um, the only thing, again, was kind of to do with economics as well. Um, so, bank interest rates and how potentially our generation has almost been done over. Wait, a bank has an interest rate? Well, yeah. that's, the, that's the thing. Um, so banks have no interest rate yet on my loan I'm playing like 27.9% APR brilliant Brilliant. that's it brilliant so I looked it up earlier in 1998 the interest rate was 7.5% woo now (laughs) 0.1 so how much would you make a thousand pound let's say a thousand pound if you had a thousand pound you'd get seven and a half grand interest and now and now oh no sorry a hundred thousand pound you'd get seven and a half grand Yep. So you could, that's not a bad amount. Obviously, that's a lot of savings. Mm. And now you. So you get £750 off 100. No, off, off a thousand. Off a thousand. Yep. No, £75. £75, £75 yeah. off right. of a thousand. Yep. And now. 0.1. You'd get like. 7p? <laughs> I don't know. £1 if that. Fucking hell. What's the point? <laughs> Isn't it? What is the point? I mean, everyone goes on about like these ISAs and all of them being good. And I guess the only thing that's good about them is you get the, the help to buy scheme where the government sort of helps when you're buying your first home. But aside from that, even the interest rate on them is diabolical. Yes. Yeah. Um, and this is all stuff that's affecting us before, which was kind of like a knock-on effect before we could even get into the like, financial state. Yeah. So obviously the collapse was around, was it 2008, the recession? Um, I didn't know I was in school enjoying no, the time. No, exactly. <laughs> and we've kind of had the knock-on effect from that while we're trying to get our first house, but then we had nothing to do with it. So it's very... Yeah. Yeah. I guess maybe we're fortunate that we was in education at that time, that we didn't feel the pinch instantaneously when it happened and all the big changes. Yeah. Because um, we're definitely going to feel this next one, you know, with the tax rates and everything going up due to the COVID and the money spent out. Um, it's something that is is going to affect us all. Whereas that one previous, we're sort of getting the the ricochet and the negatives from it, but we didn't have that initial sort of impact. Mm. Um, yeah, we was a bit unaware, weren't we? Yeah, completely oblivious. And I mean, we all extended our obliviousness by not just finishing school, but staying in education, going to university. Well, yeah, of course. Um, so it was either lesser impact directly when when we finished. Mm, when we finally got into the employment. Yeah, yeah. Um, Education, like we touched on earlier, I think um, the discipline in education has changed loads, but the actual education offered, um, the classes out there, the you know universities, the higher education, the things you can do now compared and to the old days. the internet provides. You could do a lot more yeah. learning these days. Um, it's br- <coughs> Sorry. 
It's brilliant. It's really fantastic. The <coughs> only thing I'm still sort of disappointed in with schools, and we said this before, is not teaching more sort of life skills about yeah, mortgages, true. True. about debts, mm. about, you know... Um, Just to live. Yeah. Day-to-day you know, day stuff. Even checking tyre pressures or, or just silly yeah, things silly that things. humans Ironing. need, you know? Yeah. yeah. I can't iron for shit. No. But regarding like the social aspect of things, do you think nowadays people thrive for more social connection, but at the same time are more lonely? Because the world's so big, we've got everything, information is so accessible and so wide that you can have all these thousands of people following you and you, you could follow these thousands of people, but then you could still be lonely at home because you've got no one to actually go and talk to or be with. Because you do hear stories of that, don't you? Yeah, and I think that boils down to maybe people again being sport for choice. Yeah. Um, having all these fans, followers, friends, whatever online, I guess maybe affects your attention span and then you don't focus on your closest circle. What's in the, front of you? The people right around you, yeah. you know? Um, so yeah, I guess in a way it could kind of make us Cause the world, Yeah, because the world's smaller now in a way, isn't it? Yeah. Because now everything's more accessible, it's made everything smaller. So yeah, I guess everyone's more introverted in themselves because everyone seems to prefer to be in their little niche because maybe because they're getting overwhelmed by everything being served on us through a platter. Yeah. Sometimes we need that just like yeah. detachment. I don't know. And it's it it has got bad to the point where you know when we brought up um, data, it's so bad that once you've got your niche, you've got your bubble, you know what you all like doing. All these internet companies they dial right into that. And like when only that's... offer you things that they think you'll like. Yeah. Only show you news that they think you want to see and want to read. Oh, yeah, it's all like, controlled, it's, isn't it? And that's quite crazy. So we're trying to keep our horizons open, yet we're seeing a very much sort of mediated version of things. Um, which, which comes towards mad. like censorship kind of vibe, isn't it? Because internet was supposed to be that freedom, but then that's going against it in a way. It's got to be censored to some extent. Because well, I mean, this is not... I mean, not censorship. It's censorship. <laughs> Not censored in that situation. I mean, I mean, oh, fuck me, I can't even get words out now. I was agreeing with censored anyway. What? Uh, I, the, the, I think the internet is kind of censored or tailored so much specifically that we miss a lot of the bigger picture oh, yeah, that yeah. we should know about. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah, like, for example, when I was in Greece, uh, in Corfu, there was a massive forest fire. And we was, like, so close to it. And it was all in the mountains and our village got evacuated. Really fucking scary. In UK, if I asked any of you guys to look it up, look on the news, see if you see it, no one would have seen it. Yet yeah. in Corfu, on the island, it was all over the local news. Shit like that is crazy. I saw a news article recently about how Facebook could potentially be stopping democracy because right. they choose... Yeah, they're who, forcing their agenda, aren't they, in a way? Yeah, they choose who gets what ads, right? So they know exactly who's going to get the democratic ads or who's going to get this ad who's going to get this ad so they potentially choose who's going to vote for what because they know their market so well that they're going to like respond to this type of advert yeah it's almost like brainwashing yeah and there's been a lot of whistleblowing inside facebook recently well we watched that program that was purely about this it was donald trump's Mm. campaign wasn't it it. yeah and it was the amount of money he spent on social media aspects to harvest data and then tailor adverts to the people that done these surveys and the data they harvested. Mm-hmm. 
which is insane. It does make you feel like, you know, cancelling your Facebook, your Instagram, everything else. But then you're sort of living in the dark, so it's yeah, like exactly. they've got Look, you by the balls. It's know? even when we had that blackout on Facebook, because then it makes you think that long period of time it was out. What was that potential data breach? Not did, necessarily passwords, but it could just be any of your information. Did you mark mm. yourself as safe during the data breach? What do you mean? You know, like when there's a big terror attack or something, you have to mark yourself as safe. With the data breach, I see... Uh, joke that people was marking themselves safe on Facebook after oh. the data breach. <laughs> it's a good way. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm safe. I'm safe, mate. I'm safe and sound. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I need some strepsils, dose myself up, night nurse. Yeah, you need a limb sip. And yeah, a nice early night. I think we should uh, wrap up there, boys. Yeah. Um, you got a quote? Wrap it up. I think you could take it away. Take it away? Yeah? Okay, for Jordan, it. you don't want to do your Matrix one? No. You sure? Yeah. Okay, we'll save that, listeners. We'll save that. Make sure you request it, because it's very good, and uh, we need to get him to do it. Yeah. You'll love it. Okay. um, The greatest revolution of our generation is the discovery that human beings, by changing their inner attitudes of their minds, can change the outer aspects of their lives. William James. He's a philosopher, if you're wondering. Jordan, I know, psychologist. Never heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mandate Monday. I've been Grant. Um, go on. Oh, I've been Jacob. Jordan. No, I've been Jordan. Follow us um, at mandate.monday on Instagram. Uh, find us on Facebook, Mandate Monday. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. All of them. And the website, www.mandatemonday.co.uk. Oh, baby. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Toodles. <laughs>